0: In the last two videos, we explored how the academic publishing business model is extractive and how the process is perpetuated through prestige. Today we'll examine how to build a sustainable publishing model that values quality over prestige. We'll examine the roots of a toxic academic publishing model, how to supplant those with ethical practices business models that could sustain these ethical practices, and what researchers can do while we wait for this to become the norm. Arguably the greatest barrier to reforming academic publishing is that journal reputability is equated to quality research. This norm is rooted in five factors, historical precedence, selective publishing, pre-publication peer review, citation metrics, and perceived value. With a long history of consolidated power over where scholars publish, traditional academic journals are often perceived as reliable sources of knowledge. This historical precedence has contributed to their prestige and influence over the academic community. Traditional journals have high rejection rates, accepting only a small percentage of submitted manuscripts. This selectivity can create an impression that research published in these journals is higher quality than elsewhere. When you have peer reviews that happen before the article is accepted for publication, is anonymous, and is never published, that limits the accountability and transparency of the reviewers. It also provides the potential for silencing alternative perspectives and contributes to the reliance of the readership on the journal's brand to gauge the quality of the research. Citation metrics can also be used to force the readership to rely on the journal's brand to gauge the quality of the work. Journal-level measures of impact, like the Journal Impact Factor, or JIF, are often proxy indicators for research quality. Traditional journals tend to have higher citation counts and thereby impact factors, which can reinforce the perception that they publish high quality research. All four of these factors lead to the perception that publishing in these journals is more valuable than publishing elsewhere. This perceived value can influence hiring decisions, promotions, and funding opportunities aligning a researcher's career to where they publish their research rather than what they contribute to science. These factors contribute to a traditional journal's power over what is perceived as reputable or quality research. As a result, the journal in which the research is published can become more important than the research content itself. How can we incentivize research quality and impact over journal prestige? We supplant the roots of the problem with better alternatives. For historical presidents, we could establish new journals and platforms prioritizing research quality and transparency that could outweigh historical standing. We could support initiatives recognizing and rewarding high quality research published in less established journals. For selective publishing, Journals could adopt transparent selection criteria, focusing on research quality, rigor, and potential impact, rather than the journal's prestige. Alternatively, pre-print publishing empowers researchers to decide when their work is ready for dissemination. It removes delays and barriers to recent advancements in research and encourages field practitioners to decide what is impactful to them. In terms of peer review, alternative peer review models such as open or post-publication reviews can increase transparency and reduce the gatekeeping role of editors and reviewers. Journals could provide clear guidelines and training for reviewers to ensure a fair and thorough evaluation process and could attribute and publish reviews to promote accountability and transparency. Instead of journal-level citation metrics, alternative metrics, such as article-level metrics or alt-metrics, could be used to evaluate the impact of research beyond traditional citation counts and journal impact factors. Moreover, alternative measures of research quality that consider factors such as reproducibility, transparency, and societal impact could be developed and promoted. These changes could shift the focus from journal prestige to the quality and impact of individual research articles. By addressing these factors and promoting a publishing model emphasizing quality over prestige, we can create a more equitable and sustainable academic publishing landscape that aligns the interests of the public, science, researchers, and universities. But who will pay to reform academic publishing? Remember this? A good business model sustainably aligns the company's, producers, and customers' interests. What would the model for sustainable academic publishing look like? The customers would be students, researchers, practitioners, and the general public benefiting from unrestricted knowledge access. The resources would include open access data sets, open science initiatives and collaborations, and open source publishing platforms, offering publishing and indexing services for research outputs and tools. This would enable further collaboration and reuse. The producers manage the platform and researchers who, as usual, are engaged in designing and conducting research as a part of their service, impact and teaching within a university or research center. However, this time, they aim to preprint accessible research articles, data, case studies, presentations, and other means of conveying information and telling stories for public dissemination and impact, not academic reference or clout. Additionally, researchers are compensated for their work through stipends, honorariums, or research funding awards for facilitating and providing open post-publication peer review, and discussion within their communities. How will we pay for this lovely academic publishing system? Traditional publishers fund their academic publishing predominantly through university library subscriptions. I don't know how old you are, but if you remember things like telephone books, newspapers, or cable TV, this is similar in antiquity to that. Any revenue model that's established on a single source of something that is likely to get replaced by modern technology is not particularly sustainable. This is why so many traditional business models tend to fail in the age of information. Or maybe it's all the millennials' faults. I don't know. We need a distributed revenue model, not an outdated, extractive model relying on consolidated power. What if we took notes from the successful revenue models that have reformed or newly arisen as hubs for information exchange and go-to resources for learning in the age of information. For example, public libraries use resources like physical and digital books, media, space, and expertise, to hire producers, librarians, and content creators for library programs and events, to offer products and services, like access to books, media, programs, events, and their expertise, to customers, library patrons, and community members. Public libraries have a distributed funding model that relies on public funding, grants, donations, partnerships, and fees for certain services or programs. This model ensures that the value created by the library is accessible to the community without extracting excessive profits from its users. We could even take a look at YouTube's revenue model, because researchers are really not all that different from content creators. In this model, the resources are user-generated content, advertising space, user preferences, and behavior data. The producers are the content creators. They offer products and services like video hosting, an advertising platform, and premium content. The customers are the viewers, the advertisers, and the premium subscribers. And the revenue model is based on advertising and subscription fees for premium content. In the YouTube model, content creators and YouTube share revenue generated from advertising and subscription fees for premium content. This aligns with the interests of the company, producers, and customers as they all benefit from the value created by the platform. A distributed revenue model for academic publishing could be funded by a variety of sources. This could include governmental grants supporting these initiatives, universities repurposing a fraction of the expenses that once went to journal subscriptions, partnerships with libraries, YouTube, research centers, and other allies in education, donations and voluntary subscribers seeking to support their favorite research cooperatives, and cost-based fees for any extra services or programs. This covers the publisher's costs and risks, while allowing researchers to share their work freely. This model aligns the interests of the company, producers, and customers, creating a sustainable and ethic business model for academic publishing. It addresses the issues of the extractive model, where publishers profit from privatizing publicly funded research and researchers are not adequately compensated for their labor. By adopting a partnership-based approach and focusing on the shared values of academic institutions and libraries, this model can help transform the current academic publishing landscape into a more inclusive and accessible system. This all sounds lovely, but what do we do while this system is built and becomes the norm? We could contribute to efforts in building sustainable academic publishing cooperatives. We could also utilize institutional repositories, pre-print servers, and open-source publishing platforms and workflows for publishing our work. Overall, we could be more selective about where we publish our research. In the cuvette, an academic publishing cooperative for science educators, I published a resource to support researchers in identifying ethical journals. The resource provides a checklist of 10 critical ethical considerations to help you make informed decisions. And if you're new to academic publishing, don't worry. It's an easy-to-follow infographic to make the process more accessible. Resources are available in the description. It's important to remember that our participation is what makes this system work. We control it not gatekeeping publishers profiting from our work. We can dismantle this system. Reforms start small, but gain momentum with collaboration. So let's work together to question assumptions holding us back, organize against exploitation, and support those silenced by bias. Connect with this community using the profile link. See you there.